Well, good Thursday evening to you, Seth Harp. Harp on Sports, the bar, the Harp on Sports podcast and the Harp on Sports um, media network. Wow, baby. Uh, What a day. What a day and what another chapter in this, I I guess, volume that is going to be 2020. Certain books, certain chapters are longer. Certain stanzas are longer than another. This thing the more bizarre, the stranger it gets. And the sad thing is smart people have had a pretty good idea of what's going on. And out of sympathy or fear, we let dumb people make decisions. It's beyond me because maybe dumb people give other people hope. And, you know, I've got Dr. Fauci's forecast on football, which is bleak, which is very bleak. The SEC firing a shot across the bow at the state of Mississippi, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. And a little gator bait to get us started. And this is one of these things that I did not know. Now I do. Now where do we go from here? It's okay not to know something. It's okay not to know something and say, okay, I didn't know that. The problem is once you are aware of something and you continue that behavior. You know the whole phrase, they don't know any better? All right, what happens when they do know better? What do we do then when we do know better? And that's where we are with this Gator Bait story. University of Florida, President Fox came out today and said, the Gator Bait chant, the band's no longer going to play the music, done. The University of Florida, which led to outrage. I was in there manning the phone lines for four hours during this, four hours, and it broke. I had no idea what the racist undertones of the Gator Bait chant was, looked it up, Found it, found it. And to find out that gator bait, your gator bait, was a derogatory term or a term used for the baiting of gators over 150 years ago. So looking back, it's a term that was used to turn a phrase on young African-Americans, boys and girls, being used as gator bait. Your gator bait, your gator bait. Yes, they used children in the Deep South to lure gators out of marshes, swamps, and there you go. And looking at old postcards with young African-American children used as bait, in some cases really used as bait. Now, you have a certain side, oh, that's just an urban legend. I love how the most moronic people on social media are historians. Did you get a kick out of that? Oh, that's not true. Thank you very much. I appreciate your knowledge on the matter, even though you have none. You have none. I had no idea this existed. I was a history minor. I had no idea this existed. No idea. Found out. And that's the rub when it comes to this. What happens when you find out that an act has racist undertones or racial undertones? Now, the individual that created this chant, or at least led to its popularity, is an African-American male. If you're not a gator, you must be gator bait. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Even if it was popularized, by an African-American. Its origin is the issue here. And the origin of the gator bait, the term, it's a term that was used over 100 years ago to tie in to the use of young African-American children to be bait for gators by plantation owners and what have you. And people are swinging, going to go down with the ship on this one. I don't get it. Why? Is the hell you want to die on? This is the hill you want to die on. I had no idea what it meant. Looked it up. 
once I found out what it meant, I'm like, okay, well, like, how are you going to get rid of gator bait? What's the racial connotation with gator bait? Did some research, found out what it was. I'm like, okay, look, so what? So what? Okay, the gator bait chant, dun, 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 gator bait. Just not going to use it anymore. Like, oh my gosh, this is outrageous. This is what you want to fight for? Oh my gosh, if they take this away, what's next? Something else racist? You tell me what they've taken away that's changed your everyday living. What's been taken away? The one thing that was taken away that changed your everyday living was the ability to protect you, and you hated it, and you went out, and you keep getting the coronavirus. You see our nation, tick, 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 boom, 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 up on that second roller coaster ramp. You weren't willing to give up more than a month. A month. We stayed shut down. A month. And after that, people are like, whatever. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. My life, I can do what I want, but you're going to get other people killed. No. And (laughs) the gator bait thing is one of these things that when you realize, okay, this is a problem. How do we fix it? This is an issue. What do we do? Here's the issue. This is why this is racially insensitive. Okay, I see what it is. My issue in, in working at the station today and hearing people and caller and comment, all I have to do is go to the ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF Facebook page. Look at the comments. The minute, the minute somebody says, here is the anecdotal history of why this term is racist, as you know, racist undertones, somebody looks at it and says, oh, well, I don't care. That's the scary thing. If you don't know, and I didn't, it was 11 to 30 this morning, I didn't know what the racial undertones of that chant were. The minute I found it, I'm like, okay, well, you've got, we are the boys at the end of the third quarter. You've got the Jaws theme. You have Tom Petty. We won't back down. I mean, just all the traditions, Mr. Two-Bitch, you have all these traditions here. So one chant is going to go away. So? You can't survive without that one chant. I'm going to cancel my season tickets. You're not a very big fan then, are you? No. No. That's the equivalent of you wanting to leave your wife because she got a haircut. Not even that. She used a different type of lipstick. That's what this is the equivalent of. Your wife changes a shade of lipstick because I'm not going to wear that lipstick anymore. You're like, oh my gosh, totally different person. I'm done. I'm out. It's ridiculous. Nobody went there for that chant. Our traditions are being taken away. Yes, the ones that have racial undertones. So? So what? You can't say gator bait at a game anymore. Going to ruin things for you? What's next? Probably the next racist thing. Ask yourself this. Has anything been taken down or removed that wasn't racist? Now, there are certain lines like the gone with the wind line. I get that. I get that's a line. It's like, okay, you're taking away a movie. That it's a caricature. It's it's based on a Civil War drama. I watched the movie Glory last night. It's a great movie. I get that. But that chant has its connotation. Your gator bait. Oh, my gosh. Gator bait was a term that was used over 100 years ago. Nothing to do with this chant, but the term has to do with, okay, the term gator bait, kids being used, young African-Americans being used as gator bait. Okay, we're not going to use it anymore. It's that simple. Done. The problem I have is people seeing what it is, seeing what it meant, and going, oh, Well, I don't care. I don't care if it's racially insensitive. I don't care. I want to be able to say it at a football game. Think about how big of a pile of garbage you have to be as a person. Think about how big of a pile of garbage you have to be as a person to sit there and know what it means. I bet you I had a dozen people that I saved them from being embarrassed going on there like, I can't believe this. This isn't racist. Then I explained to them what it was. I'm like, oh, well. I still want it, though. Oh, really? You do? Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. Josh writing to Seth, it's a tough time for bigots. Checking on your racist friends. They need you right now.
Yeah. So, again, so the Gator bait chance going, really, did anybody go for the game for this? Anybody go to the game for this? And if you're going to say, yeah, we went to the game for this, not road games you did, and they don't do that chant on the road. Come on. Come on. If I had to sit there and say, name the top 50 moments in the history of Gator sports, none of you are going to say a couple of measures played by the band and then you saying Gator bait. Again, the scary thing to me about this is you know what it is. You know what it is. The people that didn't know what it was. I get it. Now you know what it is, and you're doubling down on it. Yeah, yeah. But, so, wow. And then I people calling in, you can tell the president that I'm going to cancel my season tickets. Go ahead and cancel them. I give a damn. Let me feel bad for you. You're, you're a big fan, but this, this, this. The Gator Bait chant going on. This is where you draw the line. This is where you're like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with it because I can't say this chant. We're going to scream out louder than ever. Think about how big of a prick you are to sit there. Gator bait screaming it. Basically, what you're saying is, I don't care if this bothers any of you. My feelings are at stake. Just don't be a turd. Don't be a turd. I mean, I grew up in Indiana. Was it Tchaikovsky's 1812 overture at the end of the third quarter? If they took that away, would I hate it? Yeah. Would it ruin Notre Dame football or my memories of it? No. Because I'm not a turd. So there's that. Okay. <laughs> Gator Bait Chan. I'm never going to watch a game again. You're not a very big fan. Again, the University of Florida removing the Gator Bait Chant. You saying you're going to bail on it is the equivalent of your wife using a different lipstick. You're going, I'm not going to be with you anymore. Your lipstick's different. Come on. Come on. From that to this, the SEC firing a shot across the bow at the state of Mississippi saying, you know what? We want you to take that Confederate flag down. You're not going to get to host any tournaments or any sporting events for our conference as long as that Confederate flag is flying and is used in your state flag. Portion of the Confederate battle flag is the flag part of the flag of the state of Mississippi. Stars and bars, baby. Um, look, Mississippi, you don't have to take it down. You just don't get any SEC tournaments. Nobody's making you do it. When I lived in South Carolina, when I lived in Charleston 10 years ago, that was one of the big things in Columbia is that there was a Confederate flag memorial and a Confederate flag on the Capitol grounds. People found it racist. People found it insensitive, wanted it taken down. State said we're not taking it down. So the NCAA said, fine, you don't get any, you don't get to host any college basketball tournaments. You don't get to host any college baseball tournaments. What was kind of sad is South Carolina won the national championship back-to-back years. So apparently you didn't need home field, but it would have been nice to have it. But you don't get it. You don't get to host as long as you're doing these things. goes for you too, Clemson. So what happened? Throw a fit, threw a fit. Eventually took it down, and now they get to host things. Did the state of South Carolina remove the Confederate flag? Did it ruin things? Mississippi, you don't have to take your Confederate flag down. You don't. You don't get tournaments. It's back when the and this is this tactic is used in other avenues. When I was a wee little tyke, could even walk. Federal government said, "Hey, Ohio." Your drinking age is 18. It needs to be 21. Other 49 states' drinking age is 21. Yours is 18. Jack it to 21. The state of Ohio said, no, we're not doing it. So the federal government said, well, then you don't get any interstate highway funds. They took away Ohio's ability and hundreds of millions of dollars to repair their highways. We're just not going to give any federal funds then. Okay, we'll raise it to 21. And you don't, Ohio didn't have to. Ohio could have sat there and said, you know what? We Fine. Fine. We're not going to do this. We're going to keep our drinking age at 18. Fine. Then you just wouldn't have got federal money. You don't have to. Mississippi, 
you don't have to take your Confederate flag, or at least your symbol, off your state flag. You don't have to. You just don't get any NCAA tournament stuff. And? Well, that's not right. How's it any different than the NFL looking at a city and saying, okay, you need a hotel space, you need this, you need a new stadium, you need better infrastructure for us to give you a Super Bowl. How's it any different? It's not. It's not. Um, <laughs> Tyler, so every time someone's feelings get hurt, I should feel bad? No, not, no, nobody's feelings are hurt here. It's just the right thing to do, right? It's the right thing to do. It's not anybody's feelings are hurt. You look around and go, oh, boy. Nobody's asking anybody to apologize. Nobody's asking you to feel sorry. Just people asking you to recognize, wait a second here, this is bad. We shouldn't do this. See, now I'm at a loss when it comes to Confederate pride because I'm from the side that won. Sorry. Actually, I'm not because humanity is better for it. But in this case, Mississippi, you don't have to do it. You don't. You don't just don't get an SEC tournament. And Dr. Fauci coming out and saying, hey, look, unless you quarantine the players, you're not going to get football. Is anybody paid attention? I know that we kind of turned the other way from the coronavirus based on what was going on with George Floyd, and I understand that. Heck, my first 15 minutes of this podcast, this video series, is in regards to what happened with George George Floyd and the fallout that came from it. We couldn't sit still for more than a month. I get it. It's tough. I get it right now. My show can't start. My show on the radio can't start until things open up. It can't because I am needed elsewhere in the management side of things until things can loosen up and then I can go from behind the scenes to the front again. I hate it. I'm not willing to have people die for it. Well, you got to open it up sometime. Yeah, you do. Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks came out and said, this is what we need to do. If we open too soon, we're going to have a rebound. We're going to have a, a spike. And you watch Italy, zoom, nothing. Spain, zoom, nothing. Germany, off a cliff. What do we do? We just keep on trucking along. It's embarrassing. We're going to have over 200,000 people dead mid-July. We're losing a little over 1,000 a day. 1,000 a day. People are going to blame the protesters. Protesters are going to look around and say, no, it's you idiots that can't stop going out and going to the beaches and doing other things. Everybody's going to blame each other when anybody that went out without a mask and didn't socially distance, it's all your fault. I'm trying. I wear my mask every time I go out. Now you have cities like Tampa, right, and Miami making it mandatory. I wish the governor would make it here mandatory in the state, but he's too busy giving the president a sponge bath. For any of that to get done. So, but Dr. Fauci's statement on football, hey, look, it looks bleak. What, you think it looks good? You think it looks good? I don't care if I get it. I don't care. Everybody that says they don't care if they get it doesn't know anybody that's gotten it. Everybody that I've spoken with that knows somebody that's gotten this is scared to death or lost a family member. It's like, oh my gosh, don't take... Did anybody get this? If you heard anybody get this, if you heard a single person that's gotten this that's come out and said, not so bad. 
Have you heard anybody say that? I haven't. So when the pro, when Dr. Fauci says, hey, man, look, this is bad. You're going to have to quarantine people. And here's why. It's like, oh, whatever. I'm going to go to the game. You're thinking about you again. You have five offensive linemen. Closer to each other than I am to this screen. Way closer. About me to this mic, right? Helmet to helmet. Every single play. Helmet, helmet. You're breathing on each other. Your sweat's hitting each other. Every play. Every time there's a tackle. Your sweat's going into my face mask. My sweat's going into your face mask. Not to mention the proximity in huddles. You realize if just one person in that huddle has it, all 11 of you got it. And if one person on offense has it, and you tackle him, it's a running back, you're all going to get it. And then the minute three guys on a football team get it, well, that football team can't play the next week. Do you see how that works? Oh, well, this, you just isolate those three guys. The hell you do. <laughs> we just isolate those three guys. Oh, you three have it? Well, I don't know if I have it yet. I've got a 48-hour window to find out whether I have it. I have no symptoms. Oh, I guess I do have it now. People just couldn't stay still for more than a month. You wanted to go drink at bars. You wanted to go to restaurants. You wanted to, to screw around. Look at it this way. Now what you're trying to do, screwed around. You couldn't take it easy for a while. You rushed an injury too soon. Now you're really messed up. Or maybe a better analogy would be this. You're trying to get in shape in a week. You're not going to get there. You're not. You're just not going to get there. It'll take you a month, six weeks, two months, every day. You're not going to get there. So double down on this. I don't care. I'm going to go out anyway. What about the football players? When the doctor says, hey, look, the only way they can do this is you have to completely isolate them. Isolate them so they can't go to class? Then that kills college football. The NFL, you could do it without fans. It's possible that you could have football, but without fans and socially distanced, you, you ruined it. You ruined it. You did. You can't blame, well, you can blame the president on it, but you're the ones throwing a fit. You ruined it. And nobody's going to do that. No politician's going to come out because they want to kiss your butt and want to get elected. Nobody's going to sit there and say, hey, this is this person's fault. This is that person's fault. Everybody that went to a bar and drank, it's your fault. You're part of the hypocrisy that created this mess. You knew the stakes and you just didn't care. Circling back around to gator bait, you know what it means now. You know what that phrase means. I didn't this morning. I know now. I understand why it's gone. I don't, but it doesn't mean that well, it means gator bait, young African-American children fed to gators for some people. Well, it doesn't mean that to me. Oh, by all means, let's continue on with the tradition then. What's next? I, the next racist thing? Have they taken anything away that's not racist? Have they? And save me the whole if we remove all the statues and we remove everything. We're not going to know about history. Um, I haven't seen too many General Cornwallis statues. Have you? At the Battle of Lexington and Concord, Bunker Hill, do you see any big statues to the British? Do you see a Union Jack flying anywhere? No, you don't. So don't give me that garbage because that's what it is. It's unadulterated garbage. Buckle up. It's going to get more and more bizarre and more and more strange. And just look, chill out. Don't go out if you don't have to. You're going to kill football season. You're going to kill it. So, and then you're going to look back and go, well, nobody knew. Yeah, you did. You knew. 
You were warned the spike's going to happen if we go out too early. Now the spike's happening. Well, it's the protesters. It's this. It's that. Take some personal responsibility. You're part of the problem. Or not. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Harp on Sports, the podcast. Harp on Sports, social media, at Harp on Sports, Twitter, at Harp on Sports, Instagram, HarpOnSports.com. I'm going to be hosting tomorrow from 4 to 6, Friday from 4 to 6 on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. If you haven't liked, follow, or share the ESPN Gainesville page, do it. Do it. Um, going to be a lot more of me. I'm going to be hosting all next week from four, uh, from noon to 2 all next week as well, so give you a little heads up on that as well. Enjoy your Thursday, and we'll talk to you on Sunday. This has been Harp on Sports, the bar on the Harp on Sports audio, media, and podcast network.